Hello, and welcome to This Week International 10 for 10, Episode 1, Libertarianism. I am your host, Andy. Hör gut zu, babe, das ist sowas wie ein Liebessong. Ich weiß, du bekommst sehr viel Liebe von Jungs, die dir auf Facebook schreiben und alle deine Bilder durchliken. Und mit der Einstellung gehst du dann in den Club. Du bist die arrogante Fotze, die niemanden anguckt. Du bist fame und so, voll cool und so. Chillst mit Gays und so in der Schule und so. Du willst einen reichen Mann und einen Schuss und ey, das ist doch alles nur viel Elefanz. Du bist doch wirklich nur ein Produkt von jedem Schwanz im Netz, der eine Stimme hat. Was bringt's dir, wenn du reiche Jungs kennst? Wenn du nach einem One-Night-Stand Wichsam, sich in deren Bands sitzt Du weißt nicht, dass das, was du bist, das halbe Wiener nur zu umstellt ist Wenn die Party stimmt, trinkt bei dir eine Horde ein, ein, ein Deshalb fallen mir auch für die Hook nur drei Worte ein Du kleine So the idea to do 10 for 10 came about when Thomas and I decided a number of things, but um, I may cover those later, but we are going to be producing these mini 10-minute-ish episodes to explain topics in, in that we have covered in our podcast in a little bit more depth and maybe uh, some other interesting things. So today we're going to be talking about libertarianism and particular something we've joked about quite a bit on our podcast. So today I am going to talk a little bit about a type of libertarianism called consequentialist libertarianism. And I watched an interview with Milton Friedman, who's a economics professor and very hardcore libertarian. And so I've actually watched well i watched more than just milton friedman's interview i watched uh speech Rand paul gave to some he's a politician here in the united states that he gave to some uh evangelical students since i don't know where it was but um it's i find it's a uh, more and more often in the modern day this interview was from 2011 and the this talk Rand paul gave us from even even more recent than that I found it's kind of a myth almost that libertarians hate taxes because, I mean, they don't, they, they both, both people, both people I watched, they both supported taxes. And so a base, some of the basics of libertarianism outside of thinking, well, not taxation is theft, but um, particularly consequentialist libertarianism, which is what Professor Friedman identified as was maximum possible freedom for the individual, small government, and the fact that government should only intervene when a party infringes the rights of another party, but cannot, like, basically when the infringer, if you will, uh, cannot repay the person whose rights they have infringed on. And so this is a little bit 
less extreme consequentialist libertarianism is than uh, type of libertarianism you see in people like Ayn Rand, uh, Professor Friedman pointed out. And where Ayn Rand suggests that is immoral to initiate force on anybody else. So Ayn, that's Ayn Rand libertarianism. I'm not sure what type of libertarianism, like the specific name for what type of libertarianism Ayn Rand followed. But I know Rand Paul actually followed uh, libertarian conservatism, I believe. So, geez, I hope this will make it to 10 minutes. <laughs> right now, we're not too far. But uh, another major thing I noticed was Milton Friedman believes you should be free to do what you want, provided you don't prevent other people from doing the same thing. So by that logic, the libertarians' belief that you should own guns is actually, uh, I mean, there's two sides to that. Yes, you can own the gun, but if you use it, you kind of prevent the other person, well, the other person, you're, the person you're shooting from doing the same, because they're going to be dead. So, I mean, that's a major roadblock with the Libertarian Party platform here in the United States. And so I already told you that the only case for government in uh, Professor Friedman's opinion is when it's impossible to pay compensation for others that you hurt, um, the government should step in and be able to make up the difference there. But I did find some dangerous sides to libertarianism, actually. I mean, they seem like quite violent people. Like, the only... As you probably heard, they would abolish many government departments. This is something that 2016 Libertarian presidential candidate Gary Johnson campaigned very hard on. And so oh, they even believe in <laughs> privatizing the air. And what I mean by that is that you should sell the right to emit a certain amount of pollutants into the air, which, I mean, I guess it's climate or libertarianism, and I guess... Uh, Milton Friedman actually chose libertarianism. And there's some other things too, like uh, the national park should be privatized because, well, that's a, it's a long story, but let's just say in short, libertarians believe that when government, they'll try to make up for the problems that they cause, like they'll try to solve problems that they pre-create, if you will. Not sure if pre-create is a word, but oh well. Um, so an example of this is, uh, probably take, well here, I'm going to, I'm going to borrow an example that was not talked about. So as far as supporting people in the extremes, a libertarian would argue that, well, the U S yeah, they may, they may have fought the Nazis during world war two, but they also defended Pinochet during the insurgency in Chile, or that whole debacle in the 70s. That would probably be a very, that's a very libertarian point. And I, I, I do, I, I, I traditionally don't really agree with libertarians on most anything, actually. Um, but I, I do agree that government should just stay, the U.S. government really needs to stop up having social policies. I mean, I know it's a good, like, well, they need to reform their social policies, some of them, but uh, in general, that is. And so, one of, as going back to this whole idea of dangerous things, one of the one, the most dangerous thing was they wanted to get rid of the FDA. The uh, Milton Professor Professor Friedman did. I found that very uh, very uh, upsetting because uh, 
they felt, well, they, they cited a drug called thalidomide, which was given to uh, um, women suffering pain during pregnancy, I believe. So, oh, and it caused many birth defects in Europe. And, but it was going, well, it was going through FDA trials. This is, I think, is in the 1950s and 60s. And the FDA disapproved of it because it was causing harm in Europe. Causing harm in Europe. But Ms. Milton Friedman cited the point that, well, what if a good drug to just as long to research as the bad one? How do you compensate for all the people that could have benefited from the good drug that it took? an equally long amount of time, an equally as long amount of time to to adopt and put out into the general public. So uh, I would say, well, I mean, you kind of need the FDA then, because if you're just going to let drugs go out into the world arbitrarily and just let drugs just kind of run free without any approval process, I mean, that could be a bad thing. What if somebody produces a drug that's meant to, that's meant to kill people, that, that should be a bad thing, I mean, somebody's trying to, I don't, I, I don't know who would, like, you have to be a terrible person to do that, but I'd say, I mean, you've you made a very strong case for the FDA, actually, uh, so, that is the basic, couple of the main points I got from libertarianism, the other thing was that Mr., F well, Professor Friedman, really only wanted to keep very little departments, uh, f uh, federal departments. He wanted to get rid of the Department of Education because, I mean, I mean, in a way that made sense. You could technically have teachers not have some main authority to to uh, look to for rules, but um, it can't, I mean, it, that's a, that's your, that's a interesting, that's, a, that's, that's debatable. And lastly, uh, I wanted to cover, um, the fact that he only really wanted to keep the main war departments, if you will. So, so I'd, uh, the Department of Defense, the Department of Justice, Department of State, those are all the main war departments, which makes me think that libertarians' love of guns may be uh, showing through there, and they may be planning, I don't know, I don't know what, they seem to be, this is why I said they may, they seem kind of like violent people. I mean, they seem like, oh, yes, let's have some massive war because guns cool or whatever. So those are the basic points. Thank you for listening. I will try to get these up as much as possible. You can, if you want our social media stuff, you can look back to our main episodes for all that, our Insta and our Reddit. And um, I guess that's all I have to say on libertarianism. So uh, cue the outro music. Zu, babe, das ist sowas wie ein Liebessong Ich weiß, du bekommst sehr viel Liebe von Jungs Die dir auf Facebook schreiben und alle deine Bilder durchliken Und mit der Einstellung gehst du dann in den Club Du bist die arrogante Fotze, die niemanden anguckt Du bist fame und so, voll cool und so Chills mit Gays und so in der Schule und so Du willst einen reichen Mann und einen Schuss Und ey, das ist doch alles nur für Elefants Du bist doch wirklich nur ein Produkt Von jedem Schwanz im Netz, der eine Stimme hat Was bringt's dir, wenn du reiche Jungs kennst? 
nach einem One-Night-Stand Wichser im Gesicht, in deren Band sitzt Du weißt nicht, dass das, was du bist, das halbe Wien und nur zu Umstand ist Wenn die Party stimmt, trinkt bei dir eine Horde ein, ein, ein Deshalb fallen mir auch für die Hupe nur drei Worte ein Du kleine Hupe 